You're listening to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I'm here to help facilitate conversations around what it means to step into your confidence so you can live the life you want, not the one you think you should. Join me as we talk about body and self-acceptance, nutrition, movement, and mindset so that you can uncover what dulls your sparkle so you can shine. With that, let's go to the show. Hey everybody, welcome back. So excited that you're here. Another episode of the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. I have some incredible guests lined up and I'm so excited to uh, bring you these women. They are just powerhouses and so incredible. I just can't wait. But for today, you're stuck with me. (laughs) And since it's January, you know I can't skip over talking about health and being healthy. And I want to give you a little bit of background on myself. If you know me really well, sorry for this. It's going to be a little review. But if you're new to the show, this might help give some perspective on why I'm telling you to stop being healthy. So I started my health journey after my mom passed away when I was 19. And it looked like trying every single diet out there, trying to figure out what healthy was because my mother was unhealthy and I didn't want to be that way because I didn't want to end up like her. And I did all sorts of clean eating and I did paleo and I did Atkins, low carb, high carb. I did all of it and I worked out all the time. I ran even though it hurt my body. I lifted weights even though I was constantly sore and always hungry. And I did things like pull sugar out from my diet completely. And then I would pull out dairy completely and just greens and like play with removing food groups. Not for the sake of like figuring out what worked for me, but because the latest fad said so. And I was on this hardcore quest to figure out what healthy was. And that was that was a long process. I did that for about goodness, eight or nine years of just trying to figure it out, reading books and magazines and studying. And it was in 2009 that I got certified to be a personal trainer and I started helping people change their bodies. Via exercise, which was great, but it wasn't the complete picture. So then in 2011, I got certified to be a fitness nutrition specialist or nutrition coach. And so I put those two together and that changed a lot of things for a lot of people, but it was still, okay, let's make sure your macronutrients are right. Let's count your calories. Okay. Let's make sure your meal timing and spacing. And while those things are important in certain respects, they're not the whole thing. And so I got frustrated after a few years of trying to do this and people not sticking to the plan, even though they had said, Kim, just tell me what to eat. Just tell me how to work out and I will. I'll do it. And then they wouldn't. And so they were frustrated and I was frustrated. And It wasn't until I started really taking a step back 
from the nutrition and and personal training that I was able to really gain perspective into the mindset behind it all. And then I got super curious about people and experiences and trauma and shame and guilt. And it began this five-year and still continuing journey into how mindset really is the most important part of living a life of confidence. And it has been quite a journey with my own business, Captivatingly Confident, of kind of navigating this exciting mix of confidence coaching from a perspective of what you eat and how you move coming from a place of confidence and self-embody respect rather than something that you should be doing or something that you should be striving for based on what society or culture says. And (laughs) I even threw personal style in the mix for a couple of years, and I love how that has added to just this well-rounded perspective that I have. And I love this podcast because I feel like this is such a great place to really flesh it out and talk about it. In marketing, if you are a business owner, you know what I'm talking about. But with marketing, you have to give people what they want and kind of sneak what they need in the back door. And I decided that this podcast was going to be the place where I gave you what you needed, not what you wanted. And that has been my uncompromising standard for this show. And it's been incredible. And I love it. And I'm so excited to have a place where we can just have real conversations about nutrition, movement, mindset, body image, personal style, all of it. And we can bring it to the table and talk real about it. So that's kind of a little bit of a backstory. I've landed to a place today where I have embraced intuitive eating. And if you don't know what intuitive eating is, Google search right after this. It's incredible. It is so freeing. It's so freeing. Intuitive eating is essentially listening to your body's needs and eating accordingly. No labels, no calories, just you and food. Not food as fuel, not food as coping, but just food and you, and nourishment in you, and making food choices from a place of self and body respect. And it has been a game changer. I've been practicing for a few years now, and I love it. I love it. And especially coming from personally being an orthorexic, which is someone that's obsessed with health and exercise, uh, it is night and day difference. And now my whole passion and drive is to help women who feel stuck in the quest for health, in this need to control their food, to find freedom, and to let go of all of that. And as I've been working with people one-on-one and in small group setting to do this, it has been amazing to watch the transformation and the feedback that I get from this show and from you It's just about how you're seeing things differently when it comes to your food and how you move. It just inspires the crap out of me. (laughs) And that's why this show keeps going because I just love the feedback. So that's where I've landed. 
And I want to tell you why I think you should ditch being healthy. Why I think you should stop striving for health. As a personal trainer and nutrition coach, I hear all day, every day, I just want to get healthy. And that is such a loaded statement because every single person has a different definition of health. There is no standard of health. There's no standard. And I think a lot of times it's easy to have a perception that health is a destination. And once you arrive, you get to wear the tag or the little badge of health. So you get to say, I am healthy because I'm eating this way. I'm moving this way. I'm taking these supplements. I manage my stress this way. Therefore, I am healthy. And I don't think it works that way. And I think that healthy, this word, is a label and it throws people off and it causes confusion. It causes shame and guilt because if you make an unhealthy choice, that means that you failed. That you let yourself down, you let your family down because you can't seem to make these healthier choices. And it's kind of like the other labels that are used by diet culture, labels like good or bad, nutritious or not nutritious, fuel or not fuel, right? High carb, low carb, vegetarian, vegan, paleo. These labels that we use. I was sitting with a client the other day and she was saying, you know, I really want to work toward being vegetarian and I really like meat, but I really think that vegetarianism is healthy and you know, I just really, I just need to do that. I just want to work toward that. And I asked her why. She didn't really have a clear answer as to why. I said, what if instead you just did you? What if you weren't trying to be a vegetarian? What if you were trying to do what was best for your body and not just a standard over here? And I think that it's easier to subscribe to a label because then the work is done for you. If I'm paleo, I know what foods to avoid. I know that I can't have grains, sugar, legumes, dairy, any of that. I know that because the standard is set. It's harder to scrap the labels to really get rid of the moralization of food, right? Good food, bad food, healthy food, unhealthy food, to scrap that. And to look at all food as just that, like to have Snickers bar and broccoli be on the same level, the same level, and to make choices, to be responsible for what I put into my body and not blame it on cheating or slipping or, well, I'm just taking a break from my diet or it's my cheat day. No, like I'm responsible for my choices. And sometimes I make great choices that feel really empowering about food and sometimes not. Same with my clients. Sometimes they make choices where they're like, wow, I feel so good. And then choices where it's like, well, I didn't feel so good. Great learning opportunity. Instead of getting all bogged down in the guilt and shame of failure because you cheated, because you couldn't stick to a plan, because you weren't making healthy choices. 
And it's all about stripping away the labels that put you in a box. Because friend, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Your body is incredible. It's incredible. It's intelligent. It has memory. And it wants the best for you. But when you fight against it, instead of working with it, you will find yourself stuck and frustrated and needing to control. Maybe you're angry all the time and you don't know why. Maybe you are downright irritable or frustrated and you don't know why. If you, if that's you, there is a great chance that you are fighting against yourself and that you have become your own worst critic and enemy because you are trying to do something for your body that it does not want. Your body does not want drastic caloric reduction. That's why we gain the weight back, am I right? You take away your body's fuel, it's going to fight for it back. It doesn't like when you remove groups of foods. Now, of course, I hear you, celiac and gluten-free people, I hear you. (laughs) Loud and clear, yes, for some people, removing food groups is helpful. We'll get there. I see you. But for the sake of removing it because paleo says to, or because keto says to, is not going to get you where you want to be. That is not sustainable. I'm sorry. It's not. I love to talk to people who say, oh, well, I've been doing keto for like six months. Friend, that's not long term. That's not. I love when people say, I've been doing paleo for a year. Okay, come back in three and tell me if you're still doing it. You have to think about the long game. Anything that you do that is temporary and not sustainable to change your body it will not work. And it has to be sustainable. Changes slowly over time. Our body likes consistency, right? And every time you yo-yo with a different plan, a different diet, a different label, your body develops mistrust and works against you. When, when you can heal that and create body trust, that is when you have a different view toward food. There's actually a group here in Portland called Be Nourished, and they have an entire program called Body Trust. And there are practitioners who practice that, and you can take that course. It's incredible. And I highly recommend checking it out. Be Nourished. I think it's .org. I'm pretty sure. But check it out. Um, Hillary and, oh, what is her name? Hillary and her girl. I don't remember what her name is. But anywho, it's fantastic. But this idea of eating from a place of body trust. Do you trust your body? Do you trust it to tell you when you're hungry and when you're not? Do you trust it to tell you what it needs and what it doesn't? How much it needs and how much it doesn't? A lot of people have developed a mistrust of their bodies because of the diet culture. And so part of my work in the world is to help you if this is you and you want to change and you're done fighting and you're tired of feeling stuck and frustrated and irritable and controlling and lost and confused. If you're tired of that crap and you're ready to embrace freedom where you eat the foods you want to eat and love yourself and respect your body in the process, then this is for you. 
here's what you do. You start by eliminating labels, especially healthy. There are times when broccoli is not a healthy food. There are times when certain foods are not healthy for you. Full-fat yogurt may not be healthy for you, but it might be for someone else. Shakes might not be healthy for you, especially if you have digestive issues. Just because it's a health food does not mean that it's healthy for you. So scrapping labels and looking at all food on the same spectrum. The ice cream sundae and pizza are on the same plane as Brussels sprouts and chicken breasts. It's all yours and you can eat whatever you want to. And this is where I love talking about the shoulds. Sorry, Brandy, if you're listening. She, she requested that I not talk about the shoulds for a little while, but I'm going to do it anyways. We think we shouldn't eat certain foods and should eat other foods based on labels, good, bad, healthy, unhealthy, right? And when you have that should, it creates a little bit of a trigger for your inner rebel who says, don't should me, I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's your ego. And then you want to eat all the things that you shouldn't eat. So you're setting yourself up for failure in that way. But what if there was no should, it was all food, and the truth of the matter was that you could eat whatever you wanted to, whenever you wanted to, and at whatever portion size you want. How does that even sound? Can you even wrap your mind around that idea? But it's true. It is 100% true. You can eat whatever you want, whenever you want. Now, again, I hear my, I hear my people, my autoimmune people, celiac, gluten-free. I hear you. For you, you've figured out that there are certain foods that trigger your body issues. And so you limit and avoid those because you've done the work of figuring that out. And that's the other part. And this is part of the process. So when you scrap labels, chances are you're going to go nuts. And I encourage it. I say give yourself full permission to eat whatever the heck you want. Whatever. Whenever. Go go bananas. And then you're going to get sick of it. (laughs) You're going to get sick of eating whatever you want, whenever you want. Because you're going to feel like crap. And it really isn't as fun as it sounds. But you've restricted and deprived yourself for so long that you do have to go a little crazy. Then you realize, all right, well, that's not going to work. Okay, now I'm ready. Then the process starts. What foods work for you? What foods feel good? What foods feel empowering? Which ones don't? How, when do you want to eat? How often? How much? Listening to your body, reestablishing body connection, reestablishing your hunger hormone signals, figuring out what macronutrient ratio works best for you. Do you need more protein in the morning and carbs in the afternoon? Or do you need more carbs in the morning and less protein? What ratio works for you? And this is the work that I do with clients. All of this is, is helping you navigate this process of figuring out, okay, how do I eat? What do I eat? And how do I listen to my body? How do I learn to trust myself? How do I have enough self-respect and enough respect for my body that I can make these choices? Because if you don't respect yourself, 
And if you don't respect your body, you are going to use labels and you are going to stay stuck because you are not doing it from a place of respect. And any other place will keep you stuck. Guarantee it. If you hate your body and you're trying to earn your way to body respect via diet and exercise or losing weight, friend, it won't work. And that's backwards. The diet industry is like, hey, hate your body, lose weight, then you'll like it. And that's not true. And I have so many episodes to back that up. And weight loss is incredibly difficult. Episode 44. Check it out. 40 reasons why weight loss is hard. From a personal trainer, (laughs) y'all. I told you, I'm going to give you what you need, not what you want, because this is not what you want to hear. And I know that, but this is what you need to hear. And this is the truth that trainers and coaches are not talking about. They're going to sell you the ease of something. They're going to sell you the instant results. Hey, want to lose 10 pounds? Do keto. Hey, want to slim down in a week? Do a beach body workouts. Like, Anybody that is promoting you fast, rapid, easy weight loss is jerking your chain and they just want your money. Sorry, not sorry. That is fact. That is fact. Do you know how many people I have rehabbed from beach body workouts? <laughs> Do you know how many Metafast and Octavia coaches I have worked with? Yeah, a lot. And that's not to brag. That's just to really hit home for you that the diet culture has set you up to fail. Because remember, diet culture is a, is, is a business. It's a money-making machine. It makes billions of dollars a year on your unhappiness, on your inability to respect yourself and your body. Because the more unhappy with yourself you are, the more products you're going to buy, the more beach body you're going to try and do. Which, can we even talk about the name Beachbody? Hello, you already have a beach body. Take your body to the beach. Boom, done. Talk about instant, right? <laughs> They're trying to sell you something. They want your money. And if you are happy and if you are content with your body and if you don't need to change it and you don't need special pills and powders and programs, they're going to go out of business. And they can't have that. They can't have that. So they're going to get more creative with their marketing. They're going to offer you deals. They're going to get you hooked by targeting your emotional state of discontent with your body. Truth. Truth. At one of the gyms that I worked at, we had a saying, make them cry and they will buy. And it is so incredibly true. When you feel connected enough to your pain point, you'll do anything to get, on, get out of that. Especially if someone offers it to you quickly and easily. Friends, it's not easy. But it is freeing. Doing this work of figuring out what works for your body and what doesn't. Same with movement. It's the exact same. Moving is a way of celebrating your body, not trying to punish it and change it working with it rather than against it? What if working out was fun and it felt good and you wanted to do it? Again, can you even conceptualize? Can you wrap your mind around it? It's hard. It's hard to do that because we're trained that exercise needs to be sweaty and painful and hit workouts and burpees. If you're not doing that, you're not doing it right. And I challenge that. I do. And 
friend, I cannot urge you enough to really consider how much time, energy, and emotions that you put into practicing hating your body via using weight loss supplements, using exercise as a way to change your body, using health to achieve a way of liking yourself. I view everyone that walks in the door at the gym or that I talk to online as someone that is seeking permission to love themselves more deeply. That's what they're there for. That's what you're wanting is to give yourself permission to love yourself regardless of what you look like, regardless of what you do, but you feel like you need to earn it via diet and exercise. Because if your body was just different, then you would be happy. But what if you were happy now? You chose, because you can, you can choose to be happy now. What if you chose to be happy now in your body and make choices from that place? What would be different? I can tell you what would be different. You would find peace and freedom. You would find that you're eating foods and you're happier because you're eating foods that you want to eat. And friends, your body will follow. You may need to adjust your expectations, and your, but your body will follow. Your body will shift and change as you soften toward it. I saw this meme once of a girl standing in front of a mirror, and she said to her reflection, I just want to be your friend. And it was one of those little things that just moved me in such a powerful way. What if you became friends with your body? You stopped using labels, good or bad, healthy and healthy, fuel, health, and just learned how to eat from a place of body and self-respect. That is what I do. If you have questions about that or you want to talk about it, and if you want to yell at me and say, Kim, I think that it's important to be healthy, bring it on. Let's talk. Uh, Kim at CaptivatinglyConfident.com is how you can get a hold of me. I welcome your feedback. I love it. It may take me a little while to respond, but I do. I respond to every email. And I want to hear from you. I want to hear your thoughts. If you're ready to get started on this process, if you're like, Kim, I'm okay, you got me. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do this thing. Let's have a discussion about it and make sure it's your next best step. Again, reach out to me. Let me know. If you want more information about the shoulds, I have a free guide on my website, captivatinglyconfident.com. Grab the free guide that's going to help you get started on this process of identifying the beliefs that you have around pretty much everything, but specifically around diet and the foods that you're eating and how to really start to change those beliefs that you have. And if you're ready to take it one step further and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm really ready and I'm ready in a big way and I want to just dive in, there are four spots left for my reveal retreat in Nashville, Tennessee. That is February 28th through March 1st, and it's going to be incredible. We're going to dive into all of this. We're going to uncover these shoulds and beliefs and the guilt and the shame, and we're going to light that ish on fire. Literally, we're going to do some burning stuff. (laughs) 
It's going to be great. And we have a private chef who is catering all of the meals that are going to be nourishing to your body. We're going to talk about food and how to use it. We're going to do like a cooking 101. It's just going to be an incredible time of connecting with other women who are also ready to find the freedom and the peace and to make decisions from body respect and body love. You can find out more information about that, revealretreats.com, or reach out to me, again, Kim at CaptivatinglyConfident.com. I would love to chat with you about it. Four spots left. I'm not closing registration. This is a very, like, marketing thing to do is to have a close date. And I don't want to do that. I want to leave it open until the very last minute. Because if you're ready to go, then I don't want you to miss out. And I'm not going to rush you. Granted, you've got 50, I think 50 days to make up your mind if you're going to join us in Nashville. Join the five other women who are going. It's going to be incredible and life-changing. And I really hope you come because you get a sweet swag bag that's full of incredible stuff. So I love free stuff. Okay, my friends, may you go forth today believing that it's possible to end the fight and to end the war with your body and to make decisions from a place of body and self-respect, to find freedom, to be more confident, and to be you bravely. I'll see you next time. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Captivatingly Confident. I am so excited that you're here and investing in yourself. If you want to learn more about Captivatingly Confident, you can visit my website, captivatinglyconfident.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at kim.ludeman. Thank you so much for hanging out today. If you would like to, I invite you to subscribe to the show and also to leave a rating and review on iTunes. Every single review means so, so much to me, and it helps to get the word about Captivatingly Confident out and to help change women's lives. I'll see you next time.